just something about Mary. Welcome to There's Something About Mary Carey. I'm Mary Carey, and I'm joined with Matt, producer Matt. Hey, it's me. Uh, This is one of, I think you told us in the episode, this is potentially your longest, oldest friend. Yeah, yeah, it was of anyone we've had on so far. Like I said, I did know Katie Lohman longer, but we weren't, like it was more just seeing each other out at different clubs that we knew each other, our our red carpets. But Kendra is the longest of anyone I like hung out with and was good friends with. Yeah, longest, 2005. So that's, that's a long ass time. That's it really is. It's it really nearing is. 20 years. You're getting closer to the 20 year anniversary of your <laughs> friendship with this person. <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah, her and I, um, have, gosh, it's a long time. Oh yeah. Did I say her name yet? I didn't say her yeah. name. Kendra oh, yeah. Jade the Rossi. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mostly known. Well, you know what? I think she's going to go back to Kendra Jade though, but, um, we'll get into that in the episode. We'll get into that. But yeah, she's, She's just, yeah, she's a really wonderful person. She's a lot of fun, you know, super fun and um, just so many crazy. I would say that when her and I, I would definitely say like my craziest LA years were probably like 2005 to 2007. So she was around me. We were like in all that together, you know? Nice. So yeah, she was there for the craziest, you know, times. So, yeah. So I, I hope everyone likes it. <laughs> yep. Strap in for a, a good long walk down memory lane between Mary <laughs> and Kendra. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. You got to be in your 20s as a woman (laughs) to live in LA and like it, I think, you know? Yeah, I go out there and like visit, you know, like visit friends and stuff sometimes. Like I was just out there twice last month, but, but, and I'm like, oh God, I miss it so much. And then by the end of my trip, I'm ready to get home. I'm like, I I know that's how I feel. Like I still have, I'm renting out my condo out there. Oh, really? You've had that place forever. I've had it since I was 22, but I, you know what, where I got screwed is because I I bought it for 179. Yeah. Um, but then I let good old Harold, good old Harold. <laughs> refinance that for me when I was like 24, 25, when I met him, he's like, oh, I could get you a loan. We could take this like, you know, we'll refinance it. You can get all this money. Uh-huh. I was like, that sounds great. Which I realized I never got that money. He took <laughs> oh, that. But like, so he put me in this horrible loan mm-hmm. for like, you know, he refinanced for 265000 And then like about a year and a half ago, I'm like, God, I've been Paying this a really long time, like why do I still owe two hundred twenty thousand? So I finally called them because I just figured maybe they're making you do interest first, and then my husband now is like, "You've been paying on that, like you should be getting the principal by now." So I called them, and I'm in like a balloon mortgage where at the end of forty years, not even thirty, at the end of forty years, I still owe like one hundred thirty thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna sell it, but then now I can qualify for like. A good mortgage. So now I'm just going to refinance it, I guess. Matt, first let me say about Kendra. She is, of everyone we've had on here, I think I've known her, maybe Katie Lohman I knew longer, but like Katie and I just saw each other out. But Kendra is definitely like before Megan was Kendra, you know? (laughs) I've known Kendra. We started hanging out in like 2005. 
Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So I've known Kendra the longest of anyone. And we have crazy, we've had some really crazy <laughs> times together. That's some history. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, as I say the crazy times, I'm remembering that time like you and me in China were trying to get into like a nightclub in LA and like, so Matt, China didn't realize that we like weren't getting in. So she's like still sitting there like arguing with the door people. And like, I think that's why Kendra and I didn't get in like rest in peace of China because she was kind of a little bit, you know, crazy. We all were. But like, so Kendra and I like left and we're like hiding from the cameras. <laughs> but China just stood there and like, <laughs> that was so, that was a really crazy. And then there was, well, you have to tell this. Remember that time, you, I guess you and Ke- you and China were like going to do, I think it was like Jamie Kennedy or Stu's radio show or something. And you guys, do you want to share that story? Oh, or no? we, got, we got like lit and ended up like driving through the gate. Like, we, we, we were nuts though. Like, I know. But it was that funny because like- every day for us was just like basically wake up, call, what are you doing today? Uh, nothing. What are you doing? Okay, let's get dressed and we're going to go just cause trouble every single day. And you had the karaoke machine in your house. And I remember I had like with the big Constantine- Paris Hilton. Yes. Uh, Oh yeah, Constantine. The, yeah, because I met him on like a, sh- a radio show in Chicago like a couple weeks before, and Harold and I were in a fight. So whenever Harold and I got in a fight, I was like, "Kendra, I'm coming over," and then I invited Constantine. But then I went back to Harold. So no, and then I got in that big fight. Remember while he was there? Oh my god, yes, he, yeah, he was trying. He was. I think that's why he like he like was like that was nuts and like didn't talk to me again for a while. <laughs> that was so crazy. Oh my gosh. See, but that's the thing. LA, I feel like LA, like when I miss it, I realize I just miss the fun times of my twenties, you know? Yeah, totally. Like it would it's never so different be now. Like, it's so different. And it just would be different at like, I don't know, our ages. Plus it's so yeah. dangerous there. Yeah. I think it I think it's dangerous. Ever since I moved to Florida, I've become like it's so sheltered where I live that sounds so horrible. But like if I see a homeless person like somewhere, which is not by my house, I'll be like, oh, my God, to my husband, we cannot get out of the car. We cannot walk in there. Meanwhile, I live next to like a homeless encampment in L.A. And we used to daily walk to get my cigarettes from uh-huh. like a place surrounded by homeless people and would just think I better leave my like Louis Vuitton at home and just bring my keys, you know, like. Yeah. But now I'm just so like sheltered here that I'm, I'm even strip clubs. I'm like petrified of strip clubs now. Like I used to be one every weekend. Well, I also had no clue they were dangerous though. So that's hilarious. Did you know they were dangerous? No. So we always start with just kind of talking, but then we get into questions. But I I could just sit here and Matt, I haven't talked to Kendra in so long. So I just want to like. This has been like, I would say that the last like four or five episodes has been like the Mary reunion episodes. (laughs) 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 Catching up with old friends for the last three or four episodes. Nice. It's true. It's it's so true. It's exactly what happens. But maybe I think in a way it's more interesting probably, right? Oh, I agree. I think it's better than just being like, all right, next question. Yeah. Well, I guess we should start with, I would like to know, even though I normally will ask what was the first day of your life you remember, but when was the first time you came out to LA and you moved from, I feel like it was Connecticut. Is that right? Massachusetts. Yeah. Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew growing up that I wanted to be in California. I just always felt like that. Like, I don't know. It was hard. It's hard to explain, but I always knew I wanted to be there. And so the second I was old enough, I literally went out there. I didn't know (laughs) anybody. 
I didn't know where I was going. I didn't ha- like nothing. I stayed when I first got there. I stayed at this really shitty hotel <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard, if that's any indication. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hollywood and Vine or something. Although and, it still wasn't as shitty back then as it is now. You know what it, I mean? It's it was terrible. It was like, oh, OK. People- People like went there by the hour, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it was, it was bad, but I used to walk to like the rainbow every night oh, and that's kind okay. of where I started to meet people yeah. and get to know people and stuff. And so that, that's what I remember first is just basically getting there, looking around going, what am I going to do? And getting in that yeah. shitty hotel and, and, uh, yeah. That's true. Kendra knows so many people, Matt. It's kind of crazy. Like, just so crazy the amount of people you know. I just like for I an think example. LA is such a small circle though. Yeah. Like, no, but you really knew. Like I remember one night you're like, oh, let's go to this Halloween party. And then we start first you went, you took us to Jack Osborne's. And then after that, you took us to Adam Levine's party. Like, <laughs> and yeah. like yeah, no, you always <laughs> knew a lot of people, like all the time. I just think it's 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 small. It seems so big, but it's small. You know what I mean? I think it's small. Once you get into the, once you get into like certain circles, it becomes really small, you know? And it doesn't hurt necessarily if you're like a kind of cute girl in your 20s yeah, and true. you're like, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to meet a lot of people, you know? It's so true. Do you ever find yourself like, I'll be like, I forget people that I've hung out with or met or been around. Sometimes I'll forget, like, you know how it is. You just sometimes forget, you know, someone, and then like someone will say something or you'll be watching something or, and you'll be like, oh, wait, yeah, like, and I could tell, like, for example, my husband, I think he thinks I, like, I'm lying half the time. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, like, met him when I was at, like, the MTV Movie Awards. Or, like, oh, yeah, like, he loves yeah. Jimmy Fallon. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I hung out in his hotel room at an after party once. And it just sounds so crazy. And it's something I'll forget to even ever mention until that person, like, that happened. That must happen to you a lot too, right? It happens like, to me, especially here. It happens to me yeah. all the time where I'll just be like, oh, yeah, that one time when I was like, yeah. you know, at the, you know, yeah. the party and they're like, yeah. You know? I think another <laughs> element is that like if you get one person to give you the buy-in, it like is easier for that to spread. Yeah. There was definitely a lot of that, I think, too, you know. Yeah. Uh, or getting into, like, a certain club. Like, at that time, it was, like, the Brent Bolthouse clubs, you know. like rem- And once you go, like, once they let you in, well, you know, then you, like, you start meeting people in there. And then you just kind of get invited to other stuff, I think, you know. That's well, and remember, one- I was a nut like that, too. Because remember, I would get in tables with bottle service, yeah. like, every weekend at, like, Element or Joseph's or something. I just remember you just always were – you always knew so many people. Like so many people. Like I'm trying to even think of like other examples. It's just here's the funny thing that you realize though is that like how many of those people do you talk to anymore? Exactly. Which is that's how LA is true. Now, luckily, I still like a lot of my friends who you knew at that time. Like those like hardcore circle. I still talk Mm. to them a lot, um, and still really like I said, go to LA and visit and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I think so many of them also fall off along the way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people still live out there, don't they? I mean, it's strange Yeah, to me. but like, also a lot of people live here now. So a lot of my L.A. Yeah. friends have actually moved out here, too, Really? They moved to Nashville? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I've only time I've been there is, like, the feature at the Deja Vu a few times. But Ugh. I really liked it there a lot, though. I did. Yeah. Now, okay, so when you came out to L.A., now you did do porn, Mm-hmm. But like that was you did a, you were done with porn before I even met you. I, you didn't do it for very yeah. long, right? It was like well, the funny part about that is very it, little is that it was always like yeah, it, I was always like tagged as like porn star or whatever. But 
in reality, I did six movies. <laughs> like, uh, no, I know what you mean. Like, like, obviously, you know, me, porn star, I'm for governor. I'm like, I really didn't – I did more than that. But, like, yeah. no, not a just, lot compared to – Into a hundred different movies. But yeah. I literally shot six times. So people are always, like, flabbergasted when they hear that. But, I, yeah, yeah it, I didn't have, like, Same some, thing. like, five-year span of, you know, mm-hmm. it was – it's so. so true because, you know, I think that you were – like I know for me when I decided to do it, I was just trying to build up a name so I could feature dance. And exactly. so, you know, the idea was to do as little as possible just to have like a bit of a name. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were I think really always good at marketing. I think like I was like, you know, you were on the Howard Stern show a lot, which so many girls – like I remember when I would do some of the crazy stuff on Howard Stern, they're like, oh, my God, like I can't believe – like, you know, the girls who've done 500 movies who are really right. just jealous. Hey, Carrie, <laughs> like did this and this on the Howard Stern show. She's gross. I'm like, no, uh-huh. you're gross. Right. Like you're doing 500 movies. Like, right. like you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just building up my name exactly. and trying to – you know, like – And the, yeah. here's the funniest thing is because like you and I would be like – we'd be sitting together and go like, all right, what are we going to get on Howard Stern <laughs> for this time? <laughs> oh my God, do you remember – do you remember that time – um, we went to Howard Stern show and remember I was originally going to go with Tawny, but I didn't like that whole thing fell through. We were leaving the Howard Stern show and Tawny Roberts showed up in like, showed a, up. like a sailor <laughs> outfit or something like, and she had like a big, like bruise or something on her head. And like, yeah, I'm really bad about that. <laughs> yeah. She was, I guess, I wonder if her plan was just to sit in the lobby, I guess. I'm not sure what the know. plan was for that one, but that was, but you, oh but gosh. you make a good point with that too, because like, obviously we, we've had kid Chris on the show and mm-hmm. like, I've heard him have like have to by obligation interview, like the playmate of the month. Yeah. on the show and it's it gets to a point where it's like you've heard one of those interviews you've heard all of them versus like when you came into the studio and it would be like oh we're gonna have you call this random oh. caller's mom and pretend to be yeah. his fiance <laughs> and- yes it's true you know matt i think that's the thing too is like you can't really take yourself girls who take like i think it's so funny girls who take themselves too seriously you know so that's yeah. one of the reasons i never liked stormy daniels is i felt like she always i think she didn't like me either because I didn't take myself seriously. Like, you know what? I knew that if I got shit faced outside of a nightclub where there's paparazzi, they're going to use that footage. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could have left the club sober and taken myself seriously, but then well, no and one you cares were smart about enough that of, you played you know. it up a lot too. Yeah. You, well, you, yeah. We always like it to get up a little more. Yeah. You know, it, just because when there's cameras there, that's what happens, you know? Right. But yeah, I remember like people would say that about the videos that are, and I'm like, you know what though? But they don't get like, like, if you act normal, like, you know, they don't use You're it. You're not getting and, the attention. And because yeah. no one cares about a sober porn star leaving a nightclub. They want a crazy story, you know? And you got you can't take yourself too seriously once you've done anything adult industry related, you know? <laughs> Mary, I'm going to propose that when you eventually write your memoir, it should be called No One Cares About a Sober Porn Star Leaving a Bar <laughs> Like That Is. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That is such a perfect title for the Mary Carey memoir. That is actually actually really good. Hold on to that one. I don't know. You know, I used to like when I, I always thought I couldn't wait to put out a book. And when I had like the deal that I, and that I'm not full, not fulfilling, I was like, oh, I can't believe I really want my book. But now that I'm older and I'm like, Mind of a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would want the whole world to know that. Yeah. To know, I would like, I'm like, I guess I could just leave out some of the stories, <laughs> you know, which means like, I'm so grateful that the book, because when I started working with the ghostwriter after it fell through, 
I was very, I mean, I'm always pretty open and honest about things, but now I'm like, oh my God, that would have been so bad if it was out there right mm-hmm. now. Like I would just seem super slutty and (laughs) just really would have not be good if I have a kid, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do, if I put a book out now, I feel like I'd have to, I would only tell like a quarter percent of the truth. I think that could probably change. I think that you would also have a good circle of people that you could like, because you know that you could send it to me and be like, Matt, do you think that it's worth telling the story in the book? And You've got enough like, different yeah. people that would be like, uh, you might regret putting that story out into the world in like a year. <laughs> well, that's the problem. That would be like 75% yeah. of the book. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would be left with, um, I went to a private school. Um, I did porn. The end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Ran for governor, end. appeared on some radio shows. Exactly. Yeah, no, it would be really bad, actually. Like, yeah <laughs> just like i'm just thinking about like just the years of like 25 and 26 alone would be really bad <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i could leave out some of it but then no one would read it i mean they would but it wouldn't be as fun you know <laughs> um okay kendra you should write a book by the way kendra should you should though because like, i had because you're deal. a good writer because you're a good writer too i had a book deal shortly before i moved to nashville actually I, yeah. I had uh, signed a book deal and literally kind of the same thing happened to me where it was like I started writing and I ended up, you know, having my son and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I kept thinking to myself, well, is this the stuff that I want him to read about mm-hmm. when he's in yeah. high school? Which, by the way, now he's, you know, got to be 12. So wow. he's, uh, you know, but I'm grateful, too, that I didn't do it at that time because I think yeah. the same, same thing. There would be so many things that I Mm -hmm. would not want in the universe at this point. Or other moms, because, like, you know, where I live here in Florida is super conservative, and I'm assuming where you live is super conservative. And it's one thing if people know, like, oh, yeah, like, she did porn and she was on this show or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's quite another when they could, like, read all of these Mm -hmm. stories about you. Because, you know, you can always downplay things to people. (laughs) But if they read the book, there's no hiding it, you know? There's no downplaying it, so... I feel like, yeah. What is it like where you live? Is it, is it pretty conservative? I'm dead or? in the middle of the Bible Belt. So it is yeah, it's, it's okay. extremely conservative. Mm-hmm. There's a balance, I think. But also, like you said, I think you have to be careful not to get uh, to let it get in your head. Because I feel the same way. The second somebody's like, oh, you're a kid. I instantly yeah. have to, like, it's like you have to turn something on, right? Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But you're good at be being, weird. but I feel like you're really good at, um, much better than I am at, like, controlling your behavior. I think uh, like <laughs> the, now, now, yes. Now yeah. I'm, I'm very good at it. Cause you know, I have my son, so I have a, a lot to consider yeah. outside of myself. And I think that changes things, you know? Uh, but yeah. I still got to have a really bad temper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm that's true. I, I don't really have a bad temper though. I'm just drunk and loud. Whereas yeah. like, you know, you could definitely, you would like, Yeah. You know, Matt, she might only be like five foot two and I'm five foot nine and like weigh probably <laughs> twice as much as her. But let me tell you, I would be scared to death of ever being in a fight with Kendra. And Kendra's really thin too. So she's like very tiny compared to me. But let me tell you, Kendra is is tough. You know, I'm not that <laughs> tough. It's like, it's honestly shocking. Over the years, people would tell me in LA, like when I would get drunk, I could talk so much shit to people and they're like, you're so lucky, Mary, that no one like kicked your ass <laughs> with the way you talk. And I'm like, I would be so like, I don't That's know what I would do. That's because you were always like funny too. Like you were always like, 
laughing. You could talk shit, but you'd be laughing when you said it too. (laughs) I don't know. I remember once Tawny and I were hosting some party at some club in – well, we were so excited. We're like, wow, we're hosting a party in the Hamptons, you know? But it was like I didn't know anything about it. It was like off-season. So the club was pretty much – well, I'll just say Tawny and I were the only white women in this club. And so like, you know, not a good crowd for us, you know, the women. No one really seemed to like us. We stayed up on the stage where then Tawny had to go to the bathroom. So when we were in the bathroom, these girls like walked up to us and was like, we're like, do you guys get paid a lot of money to show your shit? And I was like, not really. <laughs> and she's like, I would never do that. And then Tawny looks at her and she's like, nobody would pay to see it. <laughs> and I was like, Tawny, we're going to get, I like took off running out of there. I'm like, no, you know, Tawny, we're going to get a fight. Like, luckily we had, you know, the bouncers, but. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. That I wouldn't know what to do if I got in a fight. Okay, so when you moved to Nashville, that was like, was it like 2000 and I feel like it was 2010-ish. Am I it right? Was, it was 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I have such a good memory for dates. You really do. <laughs> I know. It's like the only thing I ever remember. Like dance agent Dave would be like, Mary, when was the last time you were at like so-and-so club? I'm like, oh, like, okay, probably like October 2009. It's like the only, <laughs> it's like my only thing I ever can remember is dates. <laughs> I wish it was more useful stuff, but <laughs> when you moved there and you moved with, because, okay, so I guess we should let everyone know, Matt, she's married to, or was married to Lucas Rossi, who won the TV show Rockstar Supernova in, was that 2006? Yeah. Yeah, 2006. Yes. <laughs> oh my! I remember the one time we were at when you had the apartment that Jessica James used to live in that same place. Everyone lived in that building. I remember yeah. Ashley Simpson did at one point. Tawny lived there at some point. Yeah. Everyone lived there. And I at remember. I think you went to bed, but him and I were like still up drinking, and it was like 7 a.m. and I think I remember I called Harold to bring us more alcohol, you know? <laughs> yeah, you were asleep and him and I just stayed awake talking. That was a pretty <laughs> typical night for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and I, yeah, we could stay awake and drink. But <laughs> you guys were married. And then you guys got married. It was like a really quick thing. Was it in Vegas? Yeah, we got married in it Vegas. It was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was like very like not It was not six long months after, after that. we met. Yeah, yeah, I was like, it wasn't long after that. Oh, and you met him because you were on tour with Tommy, I think, right? You were to- like, yeah, she was traveling around on tour with Tommy and then she came back to LA and I, I don't know, somehow invited me out. But next thing I know, she's with Lucas. And I was like, how did you guys meet? <laughs> now, you tell- how did that happen exactly? So, well, it was kind of a combination thing because when they were taping Rockstar Supernova, I would go oh, see Tommy and I would oh. be like, hey, take me to Lucas because I thought Lucas was so cute, you know? Yeah, But yeah. I would be like, hey, take me take me to Lucas, you know? And then <laughs> I was also friends, very good friends with Dave Navarro as well. I remember that too. And he was working on the yes. show. So I would also tell Dave Navarro, like I the that. night Lucas won, <laughs> Tommy was having a party at his house. So I found oh out that gosh. night we were with yeah. Tommy. Well, a couple, I go home and a couple days later, Tommy was like, Hey, Luke's going to be in town. Hook him up with your, one of your girlfriends. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. So I got like, you, I don't know if you remember Sylvia, but I got like, Sylvia, mm. she was super cute. We went to go meet him at like Barney's Beanery. At, like, oh, nine. I remember that place. It was like yeah. nine in the morning. Yeah. And we were like, his shit. And uh, he was like, I don't want your friend. I'm like, I want you. And I was like, no, oh. no, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. You want my friend. <laughs> you know, but anyway. <laughs> He came back to my house that day, and he never left. That was it. He oh moved in gosh. that day. That's crazy. <laughs> and we got married six months later. So, and you guys had such fun, like always, like so many fun parties with so many people and carry. Oh my gosh! And you guys would always 
want me to karaoke. Remember, the only thing I would karaoke is Britney Spears. But you and Lucas would be karaoke and like singing amazing, like this great voice. And you're always like, come on, Mary, sing. But Matt, <laughs> I'm the worst singer ever. Like, non-exaggeration, I'm really bad. And who wants to karaoke with two people who sing really amazing, you know? <laughs> it's like no longer karaoke. It's like a private concert. it was concert. so much fun. Like, we would I have just, so much fun. Because you're a really good singer. I you just know? had this conversation literally this weekend with someone. Uh, we were talking about how it's like there are three buckets of karaoke players. And mm-hmm. there's the people who can absolutely sing. And in their, your mind, you're like, this is almost unfair. You're making exactly. it hard for the rest yes, of us. Yes, that's how it was. There's the people who can't. <laughs> Sing a note, but they are a performer and they really I put on a, a show. Performer, though, I can yeah. dance around. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the people who can't sing and have no flair for showmanship either, and they just <laughs> yeah, offer yeah. these ten up there and bore the room. Okay. So at dance. least you're in the showmanship side. Yeah. yeah that's that's okay. Now I feel better knowing that people can recognize that. That's good. Yeah. And you would I always mean, look, do like a dope Mariah Carey too. Yeah, I can you do know, Mariah Carey person. <laughs> yeah. When I, I'm the I'm the loser who like. When he does karaoke, it's usually like a song from a musical or oh, like, like something theatrical because I want to embody the character. So I'll do like oh, the man, Oogie Boogie so Man cute. song from like Nightmare Before Christmas, but I'll be like oh, stomping around with the microphone, like lurking so around and doing it. Like, I, would always, I would always make everyone do, do Rent. So, you know, if yeah. you ever want a yeah, karaoke, we'll just do Rent. Yeah, and it'll be we'll super crush fun. some seasons of love up there. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Wait, do you still do you still have a karaoke machine? You must. I still have a karaoke. I room. can't. Yeah, yes. I cannot picture you not having that. Except for it's like bigger and better now because it's like a movie theater and it's like the whole oh. wall. The whole wall is a screen and it's really, like, uh, you know, um, the whole uh, big PA system. Yeah, yeah so. you got to change the location of the one year anniversary party, Mary. Or your, house needs I know. To get a, or your house needs to get a karaoke room. What? I know we should seriously around here. You know? Yeah, because everyone. Well, yeah, you should. I, you know what you should do? You should get a job. I'm sure they hire. Well, they probably don't pay much, but singing at like, don't they have like tons of places where people just sing? I don't know. Um, like, I knew there was a girl who Nashville. was there was a girl who she was a singer up here in Philly oh. that she would run karaoke nights. But then to promote her karaoke nights, she would also do trivia and use her karaoke for one of the rounds of trivia where it'd be like a name that tune, but it was her singing to the music in the karaoke machine. And you'd have to write down like what song she was. It was it was a really great example of like cross promotional marketing. (laughs) I mean, I think Kenda should be doing like. Well, because I watched that TV show Nashville, and remember, like the Bluebird Cafe. I don't even know if that's yeah, real. It's but, real. Like, like you should just go be like I don't know, like go sing at one it's of those. It's just places. not my thing to do that, though. Really? I love You're to do so it like good. with friends and like so have fun, good. but, but no, yeah, I, it's not used not to, anything I, I would want to be judged uh, for for sure. This is not exactly the same, but like I used to love going to a friend's house to play a game of wiffle ball, but that didn't mean I wanted to join like a baseball league. No, like, but Matt, <laughs> she's really good, and she's a good songwriter. If no, I could I sing it. like when Kendra, it, first of all, I would be, I would just just that's all I would do. I, everywhere I go, I would like talk to people and sing while I talk, <laughs> just like so Snow they know White I'm good. Singing to the birds, like she- pretty much. That's <laughs> what I would do. That's if what I, I used to tell s- Lucas. I was like, if I were you and I could sing like that, I would not. I would just walk around singing all day. I would just want yeah. everyone to know I was a good singer. <laughs> but, I'm also but, impressed that you guys got married six months into the relationship. But I mean, it lasted 15 16 years. Yeah, 16, that, it lasted a long that's time. A pretty good track record for mm-hmm. getting married in six months. Usually, you hear those everyone stories. Everyone thought it was going to be done in a month or two. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. That's usually the the 
dive right into the getting married story, especially. Yeah, it was very good rock. at first, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, towards yeah, the you end. You guys are so cute together. You yeah. guys are cute. They're both the kind of little, too. They're little As together. you get older, yeah. I think your priorities change. And if somebody doesn't mm-hmm. grow with you, it's you just true. go apart. You know, that's very um, true. Yeah. So like I wanted to be a mom and be home and, and, and have a normal life. And yeah. he still wants to do the, you know, he wants to be a rock star and do all the, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that stuff. So our, our goals just became different. Well, it sounds like he always just wants to be out at a nightclub and stuff too, you know, like out partying and everything. Cause I would actually say you are still more, I would say you were always kind of more of a homebody, but you brought the party to your home, I you know, to, to but me. you always yes. brought it to you, <laughs> you know? And I think he is, and he's also, I think, you know, once someone has, cause I feel like I, I kind of went through this when you have like really big fame, and it starts to go away. It like the people people handle it two different ways. It's like you know, like for me, I actually like when I moved to Florida, I was very depressed and drank heavily, like the worst I'd ever drank in my life, like full blown, like mm-hmm. alone, alcoholic, drunk, calling people in LA and talking on the phone. And then I realized I had to like, like, and then you know now I'm like, okay, I like having a normal life, like I like being mm-hmm. normal and stuff. But um, some people can't ever move on from that, you know. So right. I think he's like someone who. You know, and it's, I think it's and it's really hard. I think it's really hard to have had big fame and it goes away. You know, it's well, almost better to have never has, experienced it ever, you know? He still has success, but it's in, in different ways now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so he just did like stuff on the Three Days Grace record and he's oh, the really? Papa Roach and all those kind, all okay. those guys. And, and like, so he he's he does it more on the production end now. He's not really like wanting to tour that much anymore. But, um, but I still just think it's the whole lifestyle uh, mm, is yeah. it's just it 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 just changed for me and not for him so yeah huh does he still perform ever in he Nashville? does yeah. yeah I think he just had a he just did a show actually in Florida like two days ago really yeah what part of Florida was he in I don't know I don't, I don't know but <laughs> I uh, well you know I probably wouldn't have gone actually because I'm trying yeah. not to drink and I can't I can't go. Like, I can't even go, like, right now, I can't even go out to, like, a nice sit-down restaurant because I want to drink, so. It's difficult. It's hard. <laughs> it's really sure. hard. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah. It's so hard not drinking. Oh, you know, I have to I have to tell a quick story. When she mentioned Dave Navarro, I remember at one point I was in, like, I featured dance in Denver. It was, like, right before Halloween. And you were, like, te- you were like calling me and texting me, come back, we're going to Dave Navarro's Halloween party. And I never, like, you know, this is just an, a typical, this was the year after the Adam Levine party, you know. <laughs> a year later, she's like, Mary, you got to get back here. We're going to go to Dave Navarro's Halloween party. And I, meanwhile, was, like, dating some, like, 23-year-old and decided to stay in Denver and go to a, like, college fraternity party instead. <laughs> and then, of course, there was, like, underage drinking. And you told me I was stupid and crazy. And and um, and then I remember, like, the all of a sudden, like, the guy I was dating got in a fight with another guy. And they all took off running and the cops came. And I'm like, wait, I'm, like, the oldest person here. Am I going to be held responsible for all the underage drinking? And the cops came in and – um they were like, have you seen a guy and this and that? And I was like, no, to the cop. I'm like, I should have went to Dave Navarro's party. That's all I know. And I, I was like, I was supposed to go to Dave Navarro's and now I'm here. But I always, because that was always typical. You'd be like, Mary, come here and here. And I'm like, no, I'm going to hang out with this loser instead. And uh-huh. she's always like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you always just like gravitated towards the shittiest men when you were younger, I feel I like. Know. Yeah. I, well, so. I, because I think at the end of the day, you were just like, you just wanted 
to be loved too. And that was like really mm-hmm. the thing is like, and, and, is. Uh, and uh, so it was like, you just had this really great quality about you, which you were so loving, but you just never got that back from people. No, and, I, you know, and, just, I realized this. I had to be in, I felt like I had to be in a relationship and with someone 24 hours a day, you know, because, mm-hmm. and it stems from just, well, you know, like I did a lot of research when I went to act like not that celebrity rehab wasn't real. It was only a couple of weeks, but then I went to like real rehab twice, yeah. you know, yeah. and I learned a lot. It was actually like love addiction, which is like a real thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, usually we had abandonment. So I feel like my family dying and then taking care of my mom. And like, I think that's what caused it, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I still have, I'm still bad. I'm still bad with this type. I'm very, <laughs> I am, I'm not good at being alone. I need to be in a relationship. I'm very needy. I need attention. You know, it's horrible. You yeah. can also <laughs> very easily flip to the other side of that. Like, I feel like I, because I've been single for as long as I have, like the idea of a relationship is more anxiety inducing. Cause it's like, well, for the last 15 years I've slept in an empty bed and haven't had to worry about like getting in someone's family. Like you have, that's like my neighbor, Dave, he's very good being single, but he's got his brothers and his parents. And he's got such, I think, I think it's harder for me to move from my hometown because I have so many roots. But it's also, you're much better at being alone, I think, and not feeling like you have to be in a relationship because you have love and support from a family. Whereas like for me, I never, I mean, I have my mom and I can, but she's more like having a child. And I, you know, I used to tell different guys, they would date or something in LA. Like if I don't make it, if I don't pay my bills, I'll be Home, I can't like go back. Hey, can I come? You know, I didn't make it in LA. Can I come live with you, mom? You know, right. <laughs> like, and I know, Kinder, you were like pretty much a lot like, like, yeah. you know, me, you were taking and taking care of your actual sisters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And well, your mom was also schizophrenic too, right? Um, uh, no, she wasn't oh, schizophrenic, okay. but she was, so she had, she had me when she was 16. Okay. Um, yeah. And so she was just a young parent. And oh, okay. at, by the time she was like 28, she had had like five kids. You yeah. Know? So I think that she just wasn't mentally prepared to have kids when she did. So, yeah. And we've made our peace now. Like, we get along great. Now. Oh, really? Her, that's yeah, good. Yeah. I talk to her all the time. Talk to her. Oh, all, that's you know? so good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, she, she knows that, you know, she wasn't great when I was young. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, you know, that's good then. Yeah. But we've definitely, we're, we've come a long way. So, yeah. that's good. But now, I think what, I, I did have a lot of the same the same stuff yeah, going on just because yeah. I did come from a, a very broken home for sure, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, one day when I was in LA, I ran into one of your sisters. It was probably a Daily Grill or something. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it was because I was going to the tanning salon there, uh, Sunset Tan or whatever, uh-huh. and then I like went up to get a drink before I went home because. My husband at that time didn't want me drinking ever. So I would like sneak get drinks out away from home and go <laughs> home, you know? And I think that's, yes, it was Daily Grill. Yeah. yeah but now she worked there the, for a long time. That was Sam. Wait, she was going to say, was it Sam? That's yeah. so funny. I kind of remember. Wait, where does she live now? She's in Texas. She's in Austin. She's married. Oh. She's, she lives in Texas. Yeah. She's been there for a while. Austin. Gosh. I have only been there once. Have you been to visit her there? I have. Do you like it? No. I don't think I never liked Texas. <laughs> I, I tell people all there. The time, I don't like Texas. I don't like Texas. I'm like I feature dance in like every city. People are like you never give it a shot. I'm like no. I just I don't know. I don't like it. I just uh, yeah. Like, I don't like, there's not a lot of places I could picture living like Philadelphia. I like I like Pennsylvania, but it's too cold. For mm, me, I could you know. Yeah. Oh really? I love. No. I don't know what it is. I just love it, but it's too cold. But you yeah. does it, it snows where you are, right? 
Uh, it snows, but just like but twice a year. It's like not okay. It's like nothing. You should move to Florida. Why don't you move to Florida? I have move actually talked me. about it. If I yes. moved to Florida, I would move to like the Destin area because I really love it there. Oh, but I've talked no. about it a lot because I want to own like a bar or a restaurant there some, yeah. at some point. But. No, move by me. We can <laughs> open a bar together. No, I can't. I don't no. think that's probably great for you. No, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. That's true. Open a we karaoke open... bar specifically. Actually, Kendra, you know, should right? do a karaoke. Combine Kendra, those Kendra's love. Kendra's good at that stuff. She's really good at you're good at business, I think, because you, you basically ran Lucas's. I feel like you know, yeah, career, pretty uh-huh. much. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you still were, but you were when we were in LA. Yeah, you know, yeah, you I were... did for for the majority of his career. Yes, I I managed him and ran the the um, corporation. Yeah, you did all of that stuff. Kendra, if I become a singer, <laughs> I just, you know, I always, I just want like a one hit wonder song. Like I just wanted to have one highly auto tuned I just think song. you should go to Vegas and do, be a Mariah Carey impersonator. <laughs> I she always have, like, did the best. I want an Erica Jane like song career, you know, like, cause I feel like she's kind of auto tuned, right? Oh. Like, okay. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> D, why can't someone just auto tune me and I can do the dance routine on stage. And I just want a one, like a one hit wonder song. That's all I want. I mean, now do I'm it. kind of too old do for it. that. I used to like, when I would hang out with different I don't music know, people. I wasn't Erica Jane like 45 or something when her single came That's out? That's true. You're right. Okay. So I'll be okay. I've got I think you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm good. I think there's a market for that. Okay. And you could be my manager then. Yeah. Go to like pride celebrations. You can perform. Yes. It'll be great. Or you should just do that since you can actually sing. <laughs> yeah, Mary, you know just, just do like a Milli Vanilli thing. Kendra can sing the track sing. and you'll just lip sync it and be the oh. face of the, the yeah, singer. Kendra, I'm gonna, I really want you to, <laughs> I really think you should record a song, make a music video. Wait, what about, cause you're friends with Bunny you mentioned, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they, they have really good production company for music videos. You should write a song and then have have her direct your music video. It's and just then, not my thing. So frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. That's why, I'm saying, had, that's, that's why you do the Millie Vanilli move. She <laughs> used the voice. You be the, the touring artist. And Kendra can also be my songwriter too. Yeah, then okay. there will be like a weird record skip at an award show, yeah. and like the career's over, and you're the one hit well, wonder. No, you I mean, that's, I don't think that's career ending. I think that's career. No, making. not anymore. Uh, like, <laughs> True. At, at least they're talking, you know. Yeah. I don't think True. it's career ending. I mean, serious. If I could sing half as good as Kendra, I would like definitely be touring the country, <laughs> doing my one hit. Well, I wouldn't be a one hit wonder if I could sing as good as Kendra. I would be have like a malt. Yes. You know what, Kendra? I am not going to talk to you ever again until you work on a music career. <laughs> I'm going to contact Bunny. Does she even know you? Do they know you can sing? Have you ever sang in front of them? No. Oh my god. I, I don't. I don't really like. We just, we just do karaoke. I, it's very flattering what you're saying, but we just you know we do it for fun. No, we're she's karaoke good. and you know what? We're going to have another. We're going to have Kendra on again, and we're going to have some music, and you're going to sing. Oh God, no. <laughs> yes. Now you're curious, right? You're curious to hear her sing. I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to force. No, I wouldn't make her do it now because we don't have any. Mu- you know, that's the next time. That's oh, that's see. Time. Here's the difference between you and me. You're like, well, I'm not going to make her do it now because we don't have any music, and I'm like, I wouldn't make her do it because she clearly doesn't want to. Do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too, I guess. Okay, yes, fair, fair. 
Uh, well, Kendra, so now you have OnlyFans, right? You started OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, which I will be – well, what is it, first of all, so everyone listening? I should probably shorten it, but it's queen underscore Kendra underscore Jade. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's funny because for so long everyone's like, oh, man, you should have an OnlyFans. Yeah. You have an OnlyFans. So I was like, no, I, I just – I don't want people to judge me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. well now. Like, I know, blah, blah, yeah. And, like, all this kind of stuff. And then I was in L.A., and um, – my friend, she started showing me. She was like, showing me how much money she was making every yeah. day. And she's, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's just like, you know, and she goes, I don't know why you're not doing this. And I was like, well, yeah. I don't know. So I started it. And then I like, within like 24 hours, I was like in the top 9% or something. And wow, I was like, that's fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was like crazy. So I was like, dang, okay. Uh, I guess, you know. Yeah. No, that's how, you know, I was very late to starting it too. And then when I started it. Um, I was like, wow, this is amazing. But I mean, it does, it's a lot of work as far as getting back. You have to like constantly reply to people and stuff. Well, but, that's the um, thing too, is I'm very lazy me too. Uh, about very this lazy. type of thing. So like, I was like, oh, daily content. And then I'm like, wait, I don't have the, I don't have yeah. the time or patience to give daily content. Like that's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. <laughs> well, Kendra, I'm glad you did OnlyFans. I think it's, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think you'll have fun with it. You know what else website you should sign up for? It's called, which I feel like. I like better than OnlyFans because it's not solely based off – well, it's especially since I'm on like a weird shadow ban on Instagram where my content is not getting in front it's of It's so weird, right? I know. I know. It's bad. But um, the website called Sext Panther, it's it's in a way it's almost like being on OnlyFans, but the difference is your picture like shows up on their site. So like guys can be like, oh, like this person, this person, you know? Yeah. And- so that's the thing that's weird about OnlyFans is just trying to figure out how to properly promote exactly. it. Exactly. Um- but yeah, you should definitely – this website, Sex Panther – um, is really good. And I think you should consider it because like it was a game changer uh, for me. And then from there you could tell people to go to OnlyFans, but now I actually don't like that because on Sex Panther, every time they text you, they have to pay. And gotcha. then they can, you can send them the same content you put on OnlyFans. And right. like I said, at least that way it's like they kind of are marketing you on their website, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really good money. I'll check it's, it out for sure. Yeah, definitely. And you – yeah, you should. I, it's like I love it. It's my favorite thing because even like with video calls, you can turn it on or off and like I'll just be watching TV and like a big T-shirt, my hair mess and someone calls and then I just like quickly answer it <laughs> and like just lift off the shirt so I'm in like a bra. Right. And, but you can like go about your life and then they call or they can do phone calls or you can turn it off and you can text all the – you know, it's it's great. I like That's it That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I'll check it out for sure. Plus, you'll do really well at first. Like, the first couple of weeks, you're, like, in the new models thing. And uh, even girls I know who, like, nobody would have, like, ever had heard of, yeah. they do really well. Although the girls who do the best are not even anyone, like, I've, they're no one, like, you've heard of. Actually, yeah. a lot of well-known girls don't do as well because they're, they don't know to, like, log, they don't do all the work that's behind it, which is really just logging in and logging out and posting a picture once an hour. Right. <laughs> that's my advice for today. <laughs> okay. She's like, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> You're in a position where you have so many followers and like all that kind of stuff where it's like you should just like sign on other people and just take commission and manage their shit too. Like manage them, oh, you know? like, like their OnlyFans and stuff. Yeah. You also have those connections. Even if you did it as almost like a publicist type thing or something where it's just yeah. like Oh, I'll make sure TMZ is talking about you or I'll make sure like yeah. this connection that I have. 
There are ways to do that. I'd pay somebody, you know, 20% commission every month to run my shit. I'll just give them what they need. <laughs> you know? Well, you just not have to think about it. 100%. Yeah, exactly. You just tell me what you need. I'll give it to you. And that's it. You know? Yeah. Kendra, what's the first day of your life that you remember? Oh, gosh. I think it's like being when I was younger, we they, I had a fire in our house and the house burned down and we had to spend Christmas. In oh, my God. And I remember oh, wow. parents like fighting in the hotel room because they were just so stressed out about everything. Yeah. That's like, I think that's the first thing I remember. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Everyone is usually something really traumatic. That's Yeah. Weird. I think that's pretty common probably that you remember traumatic things oh. more than good. And then also, when was the first time you had sex? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was on a tour bus. Oh, figures, figures. <laughs> Wait, so even at a young, young age, you were really into musicians? I don't think I've ever hooked up with somebody who wasn't an entertainer of some sort. Wow. So That's... weird, but true. But yeah, no, it was on a tour bus. I was 15. I had lied and said I was 18. Uh, <laughs> wow. But I wasn't. Oh uh, yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's that's funny. God, so you were always – so even before you were, like, well-known or in L.A., you were still hooking up with, like, mm-hmm. musicians. That's mm-hmm. incredible. So you even if you – you could just write a book about that. Well, What's funny, it was my favorite musician at the time, you know. Wait, will you say who it is or no? Uh, well, it's probably not that hard to figure out. I'll tell you why. I'm not going to say okay. his name, but I'll tell you why it's not hard to figure okay. out. So so I, I, um, he came to my town. There was like some big incident that happened or whatever. I ended up hooking up with him. Years later, when I moved to LA, we kind of rehooked up. And this was like my oh, okay. idol growing up. Uh, yeah. But we rehooked up um, a couple of times. And then somebody uh, that was working for me, who was like an assistant, you know how, you know how it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, your yeah. assistant w- was like doing interviews as me. Like, oh, wow. uh, well, you know, cause you give them access mm-hmm. to all your stuff and, and they, they now interact with manage, you know, people as you. Yeah. So, so, um, she was doing like interviews, answering interviews as me or whatever. But anyway, she ended up t- telling somebody, somebody about it mm. and it ended up getting printed in the press. Oh. And this person like lit into me on Twitter, like crazy. Uh, calling me like a homewrecker because like, apparently he was married at the time and ended up getting a divorce or whatever. First of mm. all, I didn't know all that, but um, yeah. But I was like, well, listen, I, I'm not the homewrecker. Like you're the one that did it. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, I didn't know you were married. Like I didn't know any of that. Anyway, so funny. It was weird. when they get mad at yeah. When they and get don't mad. do things you don't want people to talk about. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. You know? Guys are so you know. Guys are just really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? like I don't want people to know about it. Maybe just don't yeah. do it. Or when they hook up with like, you know, even when they're like, you know, once you're like, you know, well known as a porn star, even if, you, uh, and so many like musicians and stuff want to hook up with porn stars, and then they get uh-huh. mad that a porn star mentions it or does an interview. I'm like, don't you get that? Like, you know, it's like not right. like, um, like Betty Sue in North Dakota. It's someone who also gets interviews and has notoriety. Like, why would you get mad? The pre- you know, like you yeah. shouldn't have done that. But also, then, then you know? don't do it, right? Exactly, yeah, don't like, do it. Go hook up with someone that will most likely never be in the press. I mean, your situation—you're young, so he probably never dreamt that you would, like, you know. <laughs> but and that's always so funny too. <laughs> yeah, I just—I feel like 
I don't know. Guys, are, they are so worried about that, though. It's like they, they want to do it. They just don't want people to know they did exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, Kendra, this is so fun. I know. I really – we should hang out soon. I know. You should come to Florida. I know. I don't want, I, you know, it's funny because my husband's sister did live in Nashville, and the other sister was in Chattanooga, but now they both moved to Georgia. Yeah. So – well, I'll come to Florida. Come to Florida. Yeah, you can come stay with us because and you'll have like your own side of the house because no one is just like three rooms that just sit there for now until I have a baby. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I have a, hopefully I have a baby. I'll keep my well, then you can come. Yeah, come, yeah, come live with us. Oh, we could help take care of the baby. Oh, here comes the <laughs> I'm always the trying to. <laughs> I know. I was trying to convince my neighbor Dave in LA because him and I became really, really close. And I was like, Dave, you can come live with me for free. I'll pay for everything if you take care of the baby with me. And he's like, so that it's not for free. Yeah. But- your pitches have gotten increasingly worse. I, when I was editing. <laughs> When I was editing Amaya's episode, you're like, no, 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 no. You won't have to deal with the baby 24 hours a day. We'd break it into three shifts because you were trying to convince me to also move in. And you're like, you'll be in charge of the night shift. And she's like, great. Perfect. Exactly. Andrew, before we sign off, people who have listened to this and have said, man, this girl is just a blast. Where can they go to learn more about you? Stay in touch. See what's around the corner for you. Just the OnlyFans or anywhere else? Uh, I'm most active probably on my Instagram, which is the same as my uh, OnlyFans handle if you're listening and you want to find out more about kendra i have all the information on my instagram and on my twitter so just go there and join kendra's only fans it might be me messaging you back no i'm just (laughs) (laughs) no it's kendra it is kendra (laughs) there's just something about mary 